This is Digital Marketing Fastlane. This podcast will show you how to build, launch, grow, and scale a widely successful online business. Listen to real conversations with proven practical strategies and success stories. You're going to learn how to generate more traffic, more sales, more profit, and customer lifetime value for your online store. Coming to you from the online marketing experts at Voy Media, here's your host, Kevin Urrutia. Welcome to the Voy Media Podcast. I'm Eric Philippou, and I'm joined with... Kevin Urrutia. Hey, Eric. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. It's a pretty special day at Voy Media, actually. Today's Valentine's Day, February 14th. Last night, we had our second meetup event. It was a huge success. Yep. It's in the city, New York City, Manhattan, the city of advertising. Yes. It's also another very special day at Voy Media. It, it is Eric's one year. It is my one year anniversary on Valentine's Day. How appropriate. Yeah, that's uh, when he found love with Voy Media. Absolutely. Anyway, today's topic is going to be the learning phase. What that means, um, how you can use it to your advantage, and how to avoid some catastrophic mistakes. So today we're going to be talking about the learning phase and sort of how we think about the learning phase for brands that we bring on board and also for you as a business owner, how you should think about the Facebook platform when you're starting to advertise online. The main sort of thing that you're trying to do with the learning phase that Facebook tells you and we tell brands is you're trying to get at least to 50 conversions a week. And in order to sort of see if that audience or creative is going to work for you and if it's going to give you that sort of CPA or price that you're happy with. But this number means many things. So you can have 50 conversions a week, right? But the CPA could be too high. So this tells you that the product is working and something that people want to buy, but it could be the angle of creative that's not working. What do you think, Eric? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. The fact that you're getting conversions in general at a pretty decent rate, especially depending on your ad spend for those 50 conversions, yeah, that's good. The fact that people are just buying your product in general, I would check your conversion rate to make sure it's good. But yeah, there are definitely some things you can do to improve. Yeah, so this is why this learning phase is so important because a lot of times you probably get asked, Eric, like, oh, how much budget should we be spending on this learning phase? Or sort of what's the sort of price that you're willing to pay? But it's tricky because I think with this learning phase, you're kind of just checking to see if your product is going to work kind of a little bit. I guess it depends, right? Sort of. It, it, definitely that campaign, whether it's a testing campaign or scaling. Basically, it's like Facebook's algorithm targeting different pockets of the audience, trying to find what pocket of the audience to target. And it takes about 50 conversions to really find it. Then after that, performance is supposedly less volatile. Yeah. And I guess like sort of basically when you're in this learning phase, or I guess when you, once you get out of it, Facebook usually typically recommends that you kind of increase your budget by at least 30%. Well, kind of. So any major edits, first of all, will restart your learning phase, whether that's a budget increase or bid changes, even anything that changes the audience targeting or anything at the ad level at all will restart the learning phase, which sometimes can be bad if you're in a scaling phase. You want, you want to scale a campaign, you want to increase budget. Facebook recommends no more than 30% increases to budgets. Otherwise, it might restart the learning phase. So we typically increase budgets by you know 20, 25% just to be safe. Only you know if it's like a very low amount, like $30 or something, very cheap campaign, that's something you know we'll play around a little more, we'll get a little more aggressive, but generally you want to scale very gradually. Yeah. And one thing too, when you're in this learning phase, really what you want to do is sort of avoid having too many ad sets on here. So basically 
having high ad sets just leads to, you know, not never really exiting that learning phase. So you don't really want to have too many ad sets when you're sort of trying to get out of this sort of learning phase. Basically, you know, fewer ad sets means your ad accounts are, your ads are actually learning and then more budget spent, therefore delivering more into the system and then sort of hopefully fully optimizing the performance. Yeah. And there's a lot of good benefits of less ad sets regarding how to use Facebook's learning phase and Facebook's algorithm. Fewer ad sets, the better, because you're just giving Facebook more opportunity for that ad set to learn and find new targets. You could even do bigger audiences, broader targeting, and let Facebook's algorithm find different pockets of the audience. That's one of the really good benefits of the learning phase and Facebook's algorithm in general. When you consolidate ad sets, you're basically, like we said before, you're consolidating the delivery for the learning phase as well. Mm -hmm. Something that Facebook recommends is, let's say you have infrequent conversion events because you're looking to get to that 50 conversions a week. Ideally, you, you always want to do purchase event, which is what we do here with all the brands that we work with. But something that Facebook recommends is if you have less than 50 purchases in a week, they tell us to consider optimizing for lower funnel events, such as add to cart, or even maybe like initiate checkout. But we've done this before, and Eric's tried this before in a few accounts, and we've seen some results that haven't been really too great. Mm -hmm. So Eric will talk about it a little bit, but basically we always say we still really want to go for 50 purchases a week because that's really going to tell us if people are actually going to buy the product. Yeah, absolutely. And what's interesting is, let's say you're doing a conversion campaign and whatever conversion at the ad set level that you're optimizing for, whether it's purchase, add to cart, or even like landing page view, or if that's, that might be a traffic campaign, but basically Facebook's going to find people who do that a lot. So we had some cases where we would select add to cart as an optimization event, sometimes by accident or with a low purchase volume event. There was actually one where there was actually a glitch at it selected add to cart instead of purchase, um, some bug in ads manager. And I was wondering why, you know, I didn't notice it. I'm like, why are we getting a lot of add to carts, no purchases? And that was the cause that we think because as soon as we switched it back to purchase, um, some purchases started coming in. And, you know, we saw some information that, you know, we know some people use the add to cart button when they're shopping. It's kind of a save for later and maybe they'll return to it, maybe not. I know I do that on Amazon sometimes. Yeah, I do that too. Like my Amazon checkout, always I have to always like delete or save for later after the fact. Yeah, yeah so. there's, it's definitely um, something they have you do. And I think we refer to them as window shoppers mm -hmm. or something, just people adding to cart but not purchasing. Yeah, we get a lot of those sometimes. So, you know, if you test it on your end and it works, that's awesome. Yeah. But that's just our limited experience in that. Yeah. And another thing, so Facebook always says like really kind of what we were saying before is you want to avoid a low conversion volume and constrained setups. By what Facebook means by that is if you have a small audience size, then it basically, it won't exit the learning phase. Really what you want to do is larger audience sizes because those are more likely to, to get out of that learning phase. Another one that we're seeing, which is, which is really hard sometimes for brands to work with is, is if they have a lower budget. Like we said before, Facebook literally says you need 50 conversions over a seven day period to exit that learning phase. And the ad sets should have enough budget to allow for around 50 conversions in the seven day period. So for example, if you have a very small or like lower budget, you're basically providing the system with not a great indicator, enough data to sort of deliver to the right people. Yeah. So for example, let's say your CPA is, you know, $50. Mm -hmm. yeah, so basically your weekly budget should be at least $2,500 a week. Right. So your budget for the month 10K. should be 10K. Yeah. Yeah. 
And that's really how a brand should think about it. What is your CPA? I know I need to get 50 a week times that, you know, basically CPA times 50, you know, times seven. Obviously lower your CPA, but also, yeah, yeah you get the idea. You can, you know, lower your CPA always. Yeah, that's a really good point. Uh, the budget constraint, that's a real thing. We've talked to some brands and they ask, you know, is it realistic to get however many customers mm-hmm. a month? And they didn't really have a budget in mind. And we say, well, we know for, I think it was SaaS, for example, yep. we, average cost per acquisition is a few hundred dollars. Yep. So let's say 100 being estimated, you want 50 a month. That's however much, Yep. Oh, was that 5,000? I don't know what it was. But then they said, are you willing to spend this much um, for the budget? Just we, we calculated that and they said, oh, maybe they'll think about it. But that's a good way. You have to calculate CPA and think about what you're willing to pay. I think for brand owners, what you really need to realize is when you're going on Facebook, you're just buying data and you're learning to see what's going to work or not work. It's like any other channel. Facebook, mm-hmm. I think people are, have been so used to like, hey, if I go on Facebook or, or Google, I'm going to get conversions. But think about how it was back in the day when you paid $5,000 for a newspaper ad. You weren't asking the newspapers, hey, how many conversions are you going to get me? Obviously, you're putting a great creative and a great sort of video or, or ad in front of people. But it wasn't this sort of expectation that people have now where it's like, hey, like if I send 10K, you need to get me this sort of ROI. Mm-hmm. And people do this all the time with TV ads all the while, like all ads at the time. Spend millions of dollars on TV ads, but they're not asking the TV networks how many conversions are you going to get me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's a good point. Uh, that's why direct response is good for scaling. Direct response works, but like I think sometimes brands and maybe owners think it's a thing where like magically you put in a dollar and get two out. Of, of course, that's yeah. what you want. But in between that one to two dollars is testing, is the scaling phase, is losing money, is learning what's not going to work. When we tell brands all the time, like you need to truly understand that, especially if you have a product that's not been proven, you're going to lose some money because you're going to learn what not to do. And even if you break even, it's almost like zero dollars. But now, next month, you have a good sort of background or footing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you might be asking, why does this learning phase matter? This is very important in testing and scaling. So in testing, this is important because you, you know, Facebook, you don't want to turn off a campaign too early because Facebook might still be learning in the algorithm. You want to get a lot of data. Of course, weigh how much you're willing to spend for 50 conversions or however many conversions you're willing to spend on it. You can get a good idea a lot of the time of just the click-through rates if your creatives and angles are good before 50 conversions, depending how much you spend. But definitely, you know, it's just a good practice to wait for significant data to make a decision. And we allude to this in one of the other podcast episodes about creative testing in general. And this just kind of adds to that. When you want to wait for enough data to make an important decision, you have to factor in that Facebook is still finding different parts of the audience. For scaling, you can use it to your advantage because if you have a campaign that's doing really well, it means maybe the, obviously if your creatives are good, that's great. But that specific campaign, you know the algorithm is probably finding a good spot in the audience. So instead of making any changes to that campaign, you would scale it by just letting it run and gradually increasing budget no more than 30%. And that is something that you can do to scale. You get the audience, the Facebook algorithm, the learning phase is over. The Facebook algorithm has found a pocket of the audience, understands what kind of customer is good. And that's a good way to scale campaigns when you're factoring the learning phase. And kind of on the flip side of that, you never want to touch something that's working well aside from gradually increasing budgets. Because if you make a big change to it, it can reset the learning phase, completely find 
different pocket of the audience that's not as you know converting as well. And we actually have seen that happen before where we've had campaigns doing really well and we made a slight change and you see it not do well. So that's unfortunate. So you always want to duplicate something and then make changes to the duplicated version. Never touch something that's doing well other than gradual budget increases. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And obviously it's very serious um, if you're in a scaling. It's so hard to get into a scaling phase sometimes. So you want to take that, make the best opportunity of that. So that duplicating tip uh, can save you a lot of money. Uh, I think that's all we got for the learning phase now. Yeah, uh, like I said, learning phase is pretty complex and there's so many parts to it mm-hmm. that, I mean, Facebook has a whole page dedicated to it, uh, which will sort of show brands a little bit or even owners more about it. But that's kind of how we think about it too and mm-hmm. sort of based on the data that we've seen on the campaigns that we ran. Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening and uh, hope you listen next time. Yeah, check out voidmedia.com if you want to check out our blog post or even listen to our other podcasts on our website. See you. This week's episode of Digital Marketing Fastlane was brought to you by the performance marketing experts at Voy Media. Join us again next time as we'll be bringing you more tips, techniques, and know-how to make your online business the very best that it can be. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, we'd love to hear them on Twitter at Voy Media. Thank you.